Uh, longer, better. Yep, that's on. Perfect. Thanks, man. Okay. Well, hi there. Happy Tuesday. It's July the 10th, 2019. I'm here talking at you. Very fun. Beautiful downtown. Very fun. British Columbia, Canada. We're trying to find someone to hire you. It's exactly the same as trying to find someone new to have sex with you. 
You only start by trying the ones you're completely unqualified for. Maybe spend some time online, but all the ones you really want to do are way too far out of town. So in the end, you settle for one that's close to where you live, and you regret it almost as soon as it begins, and no matter how bad you do, they always ask if you're going to come back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I think you nailed that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little long, but it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hang on. Yeah, start with the ones you're unqualified for. All the ones online are really proud of town. I like that. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Medical Rights. Um, Champion True Entertainment Production, co-produced by Adrian Segura. We're back after a long-deserved weekend off. How are you going? Uh, Well-rested, feeling good, and excited for tonight. That is fantastic. I, I feel the same way. I'm uh, had a good rest. I didn't pay attention to a lot of news, but I, I did some catching up on some life stuff. Um, I don't know if you saw my post today on Facebook, but I'm tackling the novel again. I just saw that while you were doing the intro. And this is actually a new idea. It started out last year as a short story, and it just it just kept going in so many different directions. I'm like, there's no way this can be a short story. Um, but it's really, really fun. It's a, it's uh, really great so far. It's just a, a, a joy. So I'm, I'm back to having good times. I'm feeling good. Um, got the new comic book almost ready to go. Uh, Which I'm so, also very excited for. It's a complete uh, rewrite. Um, uh, almost 100 percent because I did change the main character, but it's just, it's the same kind of humor. And uh, yeah, I've actually it, it opened the door for a whole new. So it's really funny. You're going to love it. Oh, I can't wait. Very, very excited. It is a great Russian that I love. Because <laughs> I love those, uh, uh, what if, like, um, even Russia, even Death is Afraid of Russians. You know, you know it's like the videos of the near, the near misses with car, cars and stuff. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I just love that concept. So I'll, I'll spoil it on the air. Just this one little scene there's a uh, landlord is Russian. And he shows up and he's trying to, he's kind of weird. He's like, uh, uh, sir, this is, um, this is, you you think I don't know who this is? <laughs> you here for me? No. You here for your life? No. Man, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Which, for the record, should be everybody's attitude towards that. Well, yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> And uh, the, the news feeling is obviously that uh, Beth doesn't want to do his job anymore. He wants to go to hairdressing school. Well, of course, because that's exactly where Death would belong in hairdressing school. So enough of all my crap. Let's go in and uh, your crap. Well, uh, well I've just, been... just real quick before we do that. By the way, anybody yeah. wants any information on any of these projects, uh, feel free to reach out to me, Eric at EricRail.com. Speaking of which, did you get your newsletter? Uh, I got the last one, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure that because you don't do it when I get it, so. Yeah, yeah, no, I got it. All right, thanks, everybody. Sorry for the problem, but Greg and I haven't talked in a while. No, we have not. <laughs> it's tragic. It's been rough, actually. There's been a lot of on it for sure, and I don't get the chance to. And without, uh, I haven't been uh, as easily uh, available on Facebook as I'd like to be. So. 
No, it's been uh, it's, it's been very quiet without you. Yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, well, not not unfortunate for everybody, but um, some people enjoy the silence. <sighs> well, not me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, things are, things are, well, things are Milton. What am I going to say? Um, warm weather. Um, it's been, it's been warm. Um, it's been hot. It's been gross. I'm spending as much time as I can without going outside. When I do, I'm just running from the car out to a very air conditioned car. <laughs> yeah, we've got, uh, similar thing. We've got right now, it's, it's warm, but raining. So it just, it kind of feels like sweat falling on you. It's, it's all right. Oh, is it that misty rain too? Yeah, and it just sticks you and feels yeah. like it's gross and the yeah. rain's gross. Yeah, no, that's that's just not even fun in the slightest. Uh, uh, no, I we haven't had we, we haven't had fuck all for rain. Um, so it's been very hot and dry, which is nice. Um, we are getting rain on Thursday, I believe. But uh, other than that, yeah, no, it's just been hot and sticky, and. Uh, um, yeah, not a whole lot. I haven't been following much for news, uh, specifically the last few days. I've just been too fucking busy to deal with it. Um, well, a couple so, of local things to pitch about, but I'll uh, show the, uh, the big picture. I haven't paid attention to much. No, I don't even have anything fucking local. I got, I just, I just got nothing. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in New York and the Woods. So I had a couple of things, but I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Advertising stuff, I'll get to that later. Um, we are, well, first of all, TransLink raised their prices. Um, that's unnecessary and stupid, but kind of. TransLink, so our transit prices have gone up yet again. So what is um, it now? I think it's three bucks even now. Uh, for one zone thing, and then I, I don't even know the trains because I don't pay for them. Um, that's okay, by the way. TransLink knows the deal. Uh, yeah. I made the deal on the air with them last year. We were late for the new fans. I refuse to pay full price to ride our local SkyTrain until I get the full SkyTrain experience on my ride. That means the escalator works at both ends of my trip. Uh, the elevator is fully functional. The train is on time. Uh, when all those things work, I will pay full price. Until then, you get that I decide the ride is worth for me. Well, um... Well, I've been saying this since ever since I fucking got back. Um, bitch, as much as you want, I'm telling you, you have no idea how fucking good you got it there. I've heard that from from other people, <laughs> and I, I I'm gonna have to try. I, once this show has some money, I'll do a uh, a cross Canada transit ad- adventure and see uh, which escalators catch my shoelaces and which services are comparable. I'm telling you direct, like, it is so shitty out here for I've fucking transit. Really, you're not oh. the only one to say that Toronto transit's pretty lame. Um, it's pathetic. I mean, it's really good it. for local. It's not good. If you want to go anywhere outside of Toronto, you've got to take, like, first you've got to take your local bus to the go station, and then you got to pay a fucking fortune and a half for a go bus to be able to leave town, and then once you get out to this town, then you're half fucked on being able to find another piece of transit that's going to take you from there to wherever you have to go, Sure. and each time you hop on a fucking bus in town, it's a new fare every time. 
Oh wow! Yeah, if you gotta yeah. take four, if you gotta take four buses, you gotta pay at each fucking bus stop. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It's fucking yeah, it's absolute crap. I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah, this is why fucking this is one of the things I've been so uh, vocal about with this is that uh, this is why the um, the uh, fucking uh, the, that fucking carbon tax doesn't work out here. Right. Because you don't give us a viable option to be able to go somewhere else. Like for me, so, you're, you're, just, you're just going to the store and back to pick up uh, a box of tin bits. Yeah. You got you to pay me twice. Yeah. You know, it's a 10 minute trip. Yep. Yeah. I've never yeah. heard of that. that. No, we've never had that. That's ridiculous. Yep. No, that's the way they fucking do it. And here now the transit runs basically to uh, Maple Ridge from from uh, Horseshoe Bay. Um, so and that's that you can get basically anywhere in the Lower Mainland for for around I think it's seven dollars for the food zone. Yeah, no, it's like I can't remember, but I think it's actually no, I'll just double check it. I think it. Let me see here, uh, Milton Transit. All right, so if I were to hop on the Milton bus, let's find out here. And it's different for adults and kids. Yeah. So there's like all different price points. Prices. So it's $3.75. $3.75 every time you step on the bus. Wow. Yeah, that's even that's uh, That's more. And if you're, here's what's stupid. No matter what age you are, so it has three different age groups. So say you're between the ages of 20 and 64, it's 375 for the for a bus ride. A book, uh, a t- a book which gives you 10 rides is 30 dollars. So you're saving 750. That's really good. Which isn't bad. A monthly pass, which is unlimited rides, is 81 dollars a month. Okay. So that's not bad. If you're a youth between 16, six and nine years old, it's still three dollars and seventy-five cents every ride. But instead of it being thirty bucks for a book at ten, it's twenty-two. Okay. And instead of your monthly pass is sixty bucks instead of eighty-one. Yeah, that's how you get you here too with that that compass card system. It's like, okay, the bus costs you at five fifty, but with the compass card, we'll pay you to take it. But the compass card costs yeah. six bucks. Um, that that uh, that's really the sticky point for me. Is the compass, the actual card costs you six dollars. Um, I don't know why I'm so shitty about that. It's really not that bad, apparently. Uh, Let me, uh, I want to get everyone involved in this, and this is a good chance for us to brag a little bit, too. We now currently have 7,200 listeners uh, in five Canadian provinces and 22 states across the U.S. and uh, 13 other countries around the world. 15 countries around the world are listening to us. I want you guys to get in touch and tell us about your transit experience. What's it like? Is it better or worse than Vancouver? Have you ever been to Vancouver and tried it? I want to know all these things. Shoot me an email. Or at Vancouver.com. Or at Vancouver.com. Or 
phone call, 604-655-1620. Leave us a message. Or you can go to ericandgirl.com and leave a voice message there on our new um, voice message system. And I don't remember the company, so speak something. Speak type. Speak type, sorry. <laughs> uh, speak type voice messaging system there. You can leave up to a 10-minute message, and that can be anonymous. You don't even have to leave an email if you don't feel like it. Uh, let us know about your transit situation. If it's uh, if I'm just whining at a turn here, sounds like I am, and I don't care. You are. You absolutely are. Um, don't care. It, it's like hearing fucking people in BC fucking complain about um about the um about traffic. That's the other thing that makes me laugh. A traffic jam in BC is going to last about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Right. Yeah. In Ontario, every day, it's three hours in the morning and fucking four hours in the evening. Well, That's to, regular. You haven't even added an accident yet. To be fair, for regular commuters uh, going to the valley and back, you, 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 you could be pushing three hours. I've never. I was out there for five years. I've ne- Only once, I'll rephrase that, only once was traffic fucking bad. And it was and it was bad because if there was an accident on the bridge. Yeah, but you guys are north, man, and you were uh, seven steps from your home. Well, yeah, but I'm just talking about in your day to day travels. Because every time, because yeah, remember, I work customer service, so every time customers come in, they'd be bitching about, oh man, it's a fucking traffic jam. Say, oh really, how bad was it? Oh man, it took me like an hour to get here. How long does it normally take you? Oh, like thirty minutes. Really? So it took you an extra half an hour, and you're bitching about that? Really? Come to Ontario. <laughs> I'll show you what it's like to bitch about fucking traffic. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, the worst about the other, you know, it's a, uh, you know, Abbotsford mission, that kind of thing. You can, you can have a long ride every night. Yeah, right. you absolutely do. Right. Yeah. In that, the more urban areas, it's, it's a joke. But we love to bitch in Vancouver. We love to bitch. We don't find anything to bitch about. Yeah, everybody's like that. Um, we were really good for it. We were bitch about having nothing to bitch about. We were bitch about how uh, not bitchy we've been lately. You'll bitch about having it so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, we got it so good in here. That fucking sucks. It does suck. <laughs> Fuck. We've got everything so good. We're good weather. We don't have traffic. It's fucking weird here. Our transit is amazing. Oh, God. What a horrible fucking place. <laughs> My still my all-time favorite. I, I was just after I moved out there, standing on the corner. It was 27 degrees out with the Humidex, which was uh, 26 without the Humidex. Yeah. <laughs> and it was one extra degree hotter. And there's these two fucking older guys standing next to me at the lights. And the guy goes, oh, this fucking heat's going to be the death of me. And I just started laughing. My ass. I just started like, ah. <laughs> the guy turns over and goes, Ontario? I go, yeah. He goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it, it is true. I fucking laugh my ass off at that. Um, that's awesome. Well, maybe I'll quit bitching. One thing I could bitch about, but I'm going to hold off slightly because I'm not sure how far along they are with it, but uh, City of Vancouver, every city of Sun, tuning up to start moving in and dismantling 10 cities and local parks. Which is, uh, I think, ridiculous and uncalled for. I don't know why they're doing it now. Well, yeah, I do know why they're doing it now. Neighbors are complaining, but um, actually, we've got a bit, quite a large runway here in my backyard in, in Oppenheimer Park, and the city's got plans to move in and get rid of it. Um, I, I don't understand how they really expect these people to go. Um, 
And I just don't see the point. I don't see the point of disrupting them. It's it's uh, it's a huge cost to the city, and it's unnecessary. They're not hurting anybody. They're not. It's not like people are rushing to hang out at Oppenheimer Park anyway. The point of it is gentrification. That's the point. Yeah, but, to get rid of the slum so they can add up more better retail place so they can put up better businesses in the area. So instead of walking around and seeing this, which makes people sad. But we've got a, a, essentially a 20 year model now to base off of that, that's shown that gentrification is a huge uh, failure. It doesn't work. Um, it, it's, you're, you're not going to beat the Vancouver outside of Vancouver. It just doesn't happen. No. Um, no, it doesn't. And you can't, you can't slam two classes of people together and expect them to live harmoniously. It just doesn't work. You can't force community. No, but the whole point of gentrification, and here's why I think why it would work. The reason why it will work is if you get, if you clear up, say you take out, you clear out these 10 cities area, right? In the spaces of that, you put in a couple of high-rise fucking buildings with shops underneath it. You've immediately just got rid of all the homeless and brought in a whole bunch of people who have money to spend to live. Yeah, but it brings in more economy for the area. Sure, but the problem we're facing in our neighborhood, well, it's not a problem because I'm one of them, but the, the, the people who tried to get rid of, they're just living in front of your building. They're not going anywhere. We, they, we've got the expensive condos on here, so they're just living in front of them or behind them in the morality. We, we didn't get rid of anybody. The plan didn't work. The neighborhood's not any better. Now we're just graffitiing nice windows instead of doing shitty ones. We used to graffiti. Yeah, but the difference is, is by having, instead of having all the homeless in a tent city area, which is just an entire block that is literally making no money for the city, like nobody's, the only people making any sort of money are the individual cash deals that guys are making between doing stolen goods, drugs, whatever it might be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, you might still have the homeless people. And living in front, like you said, but the difference is, is you've got all these other people living in these buildings that are bringing money into the local economy. That's true. I, I guess it is. I just, I, 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 I just disagree with the whole concept of forcing these poor bastards out, and they're, they're, they're not visible, really. They're, they're not hurting anybody. The, the, the park's kind of gross, but who cares? Nobody's going to that park anyway. It's always gross. Um, I don't. I, I just. I don't see the point of, of disrupting the lives of people who who can't get any worse. You know, but, um, I, I still think I put people before profit. I always will, and uh, it's pretty sad because the new mayor kind of ran on a, the idea that he wouldn't do this kind of shit, and here we are, uh, not a year later, starting. Which is like every other politician. The problem yeah. is, is that politicians do not run anything. The problem is and the corporations. He announced it right here on our show before he was there. He, he did an interview with me and said he wouldn't do this, and I have that on record. And I'm gonna drive him nuts with it. I'm actually gonna pursue this and make it a part of our show because it's uh, he lied to Eric and Greg. That's just not right. Well, or he didn't lie. He did his best to keep a thing, but he just doesn't have the clout to be able to stand up against these people. Well, that's very true, too. The mayor has uh, 
the mayor of Vancouver has about as much authority as Mayor McCheese. Yeah. Uh, he's a ribbon cutter. You guys know nothing. That's it. And that's, that's, that's all they really are. And so we can't, we can't blame them. The only people we can blame are really when it comes down to it are the, uh, the rich and the corporations, because those are the ones, it's the individual corporations that are looking at, say, look, you know, if we give you guys a whole bunch of money to get rid of this, you put our businesses on these ground floors We'll bring in, we'll bring in the products. People that move in will bring in the money, and that's how you start building up a more profitable town. Because now everything, like I said, everything's about profit. Only profit, profit. The only thing that works. It's the only thing they see. It's the only thing that matters. And in a country that brings in as much um, people from other countries that don't have money. They're just bringing them in for the sake of bringing them in. You don't have a choice but to do other things to try to get the money in. If they kept the policies the way immigration was initially set, which was if you want to come in and move to Canada, you each, you have to have at least $30,000 in the bank. You have to have at least this. X amount of your dollars has to stay in the country. You can't just come in and send your money out at a country. If they kept to all that, then they would have a better quote unquote class of citizen coming in and not having 400 people living in a fucking house, you know, then buying up the market because you have so many people living in a house that, you know, to save money. Yeah. Um, the system has set itself up for failure on all accounts. And on my opinion, the whole thing comes back down to immigration. Yeah. This is one thing that I actually respect Trump about when it comes to immigration policy, because he is absolutely correct. With his, with his immigration policies. He's 100% right. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, a shame. it's a shame because, you know, but when it's like anything, you know, like if you have, if you put up like a, a perfect example, um, Canada Day, you had here in Ontario and for Canada, 